What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence, the new season of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brendan McCullough and Matt Basta. And that new intro music was by a band called Kinda Alright. Go check them out. We'll talk more about them during plugs. How are you guys? Welcome to season two. I, yeah, no, if, season two started <laughs> an episode before this, so we're in the second episode of season two. This is the this is the season where Mark gets recast. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh, finally. If my favorite TV show, every season of my favorite TV show was 309 episodes, <laughs> I would... That show could fuck up. <laughs> hey, so can we. Uh, no, that's the thing. It's, this is a video game podcast, and we're just trying to change things up a bit. I do love uh, the band kind of all right, and they blessed us with a new intro and outro, and I thought, you know what? We better end this season after 300-some episodes. And I, I, you know how our catchphrase for the longest time is, this is a video game podcast. I think we should change that up, too. Um, I feel I'm like thinking, that was just you. I don't know if we. I don't know. If that's that was like, well. It's it's like a show kind of thing. Uh, I think the new catchphrase for the show could be like, "You never know what to expect." Uh, I mean, the, <laughs> mediocrity. That, seems, uh, that no. seems consistent. What if we do something like leave us a review on iTunes? <laughs> that's my no. catchphrase. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like since we're having a fresh new beginning with the show, do you guys want to turn this into a true crime podcast? <laughs> no, I know. I'm no, just kidding. No, no. <laughs> it's one of those like trendy true crime podcast theme songs. It's just like some like surly piano notes in the background, and just to trick welcome. people into listening. <laughs> this season, we investigate a murder of someone that we don't know, and we're maybe not going to solve it, but we're going to make some friends along the way. We're going to find out whether or not somebody did or did not, but definitely did not murder somebody. Over the next 97 episodes. Oh, boy. <laughs> For the first third of the season. Um, about, but this wait. is a video game podcast in all reality. How about the or like the tagline? It's like, almost better in silence. We don't, we don't know what we're doing. We're, no, we're struggling we, here. We're still alive. We survived the still network. Still kicking it. <laughs> we are still Somehow. kicking it. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, but no, for real, let's... Do go around table and talk about the video games we've been playing because that's typically what we do. Um, I'll start because I haven't played much and I just recorded not that long ago. Uh, <laughs> I am going strong though with Life is Strange 2 episode 4. I, I'm at, I have to be at the very end of it. So looking forward to episode 5 and just scratching that one off the list and being like, it, seeing how it wraps up. It is getting a lot more interesting with like cults and shit and weird stuff, but there was also like this super far-fetched moment where I'm like, okay, this is just, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm really excited for the spoiler cast. So we're going to have to get Nick Jenkins and the whole crew involved. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone who wants to be on that, hopefully Mark and stuff, but uh, that'll be one to look forward to listeners. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me as far as games. Uh, maybe let's hear from Basta because you never play video games anymore. <laughs> well, I, I think I mentioned the last time I was on that I was working on Zelda Twilight Princess again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I've made Very a bit salty. of progress on that front. Um, I will say, I could definitely tell where they drew a lot of inspiration in in Breath of the Wild from. I, I still haven't gotten around to like actually playing Breath of the Wild, but like given what I know about it and what I've seen people playing and so on and so forth, like they were definitely trying to capture a lot of the essence of what Breath of the Wild became in Twilight Princess. There's okay. a lot of things where they force you to go out into the world to do stuff. But it's very much like it, it ends up being fetch quests when it's supposed to feel like natural open world activities. Yeah. Um, a lot of time spent just like traveling back and forth between the same three places. Um, and a lot of the uh, the difficulty is simply introduced because like the shortcut between the two places that you're at it has been cut off. And so it's just a lot of traveling the long way around. Um I think the last thing that I finished was one of the last few dungeons. It's like the sky dungeon. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sort of like up in the air, and there's all the fucking chicken guys, and yep, it's chicken guy. The, yeah, those horrifying like chickens with like 
the human face statuesque women's faces and then like an elongated back of the head they're disgusting. yeah and they, they make they make like the weird fucking noises oh god they're awful they're um, just nightmare creatures i was imagining multiple instances of guy fieri's restaurants chicken guy oh right now okay i'm, <laughs> I'm for that <laughs> okay uh, i mean okay. it's just as horrifying um yes <laughs> But, hey, uh, I'm looking forward to eating there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really understand why, like, the one chicken guy can talk to you and like helps you sometimes, but then the other chicken guys are just like, fucking, yeah, and they just fucking like flap around like imbeciles. Anyway, what I if did that, that one was human and was cursed and turned yeah. into them? You know, it. <sighs> Who the fuck knows? How did they even get up there? Why haven't they all fallen off the fucking sky? <laughs> I, who, you know, <laughs> a lot of weird shit in this universe. Yeah, um, I, there's I a it. lot of pieces which I really enjoyed, and you can tell like the art director put in a lot of time and effort. Like the the guy that like fucking cannons you up into the air um, with his like cannon house thing. Um, that's really fucking cool. I, I forgot how much I enjoyed that. Like, it's a whole thing. I, every time I laugh my goddamn ass off. It's really <laughs> funny. It Like, the art is great. You forget that you're, like, basically playing a GameCube game. Um, it came out on the GameCube, so... It did. Yeah, GameCube and Wii. Um, yep. Honestly, like... <sighs> I, I know I said before that it's my least favorite Zelda game and it continues to be my least favorite Zelda game. There's a oh. lot of very rough edges. It doesn't feel like the sort of Zelda game that I know and love. Um, they've really like gone out of their way to make it grindier than it has to be because they wanted to make it feel more impressive than the previous Zelda games. And the only way to do that is to like make it bigger, but they physically couldn't because of the constraints of the hardware. So I don't know. I'm, I'm still pretty lukewarm on it. Um, I think I've only got one major dungeon left. I think the honestly, like one of the biggest things that's been a frustration for me is there's a lot of side quests that chain off of one another. So you like go and you find a side quest, but you can't do it until you finish another side quest and find like unraveling that chain of side quests is a monumental effort and you can't really do it until the very end of the game. And like, since it's strictly optional, it's it's tricky to like have the motivation and willingness to do it. So I don't know, like it, it just feels like the the game designers tried to cram in more than they should have. It it still feels weird. There's there's lots of little pieces where there's like lots of tender love and care and attention that they put into it. Um there's like a, a level where you have to go find like 20 cats, and like the concept is great, but then you're like, okay, I found 19 out of the 20 cats. Like, I know it's around here somewhere, but it turns out she's been walking around the entire time. You just passed it, like, five <laughs> times. Like, you know what? Nice. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, still playing that. I think I've only got one major dungeon left. Um, speaking of uh, Guy Fieri, I, I, I now what? follow him on Twitter, oh. which in some circles might be considered a mistake. However, However. It's, possibly, it's possibly one of the the most amazing Twitter accounts I've ever followed. Of my course, how life. can you not follow the man? <laughs> I, I, do so you follow Guy Fieri on Twitter? Yes, yes. <laughs> Did you see does. his, his uh, memes? Matrix post? That was amazing. He's, he, it's just like him. He like photoshops photos of himself, <laughs> like photoshopped into situations. He's got like this Breaking Bad meme. <laughs> It's it's the most absurd self-aware Twitter feed I've ever the Matrix one. Um do you believe in flavor Neo? I fucking can't. <laughs> it's amazing. You know what? Props to Guy Fieri for like being the most lovable and most hateable person on the network. <laughs> It's, I don't even understand it. It's amazing. And oh, I love how he comes place. up on our show so often. Speaking of cats, though, too, I'm pretty sure a new cat found its way into your life. You're the cat daddy. Yeah, I'm I'm the, the double dad. Um, so I ha I've had a cat. Y'all uh, may remember Justin Trudeau uh, from previous episodes trying to sneak into the bedroom while I'm recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm imagining the actual prime minister like crawling in like, no, get out of here. No. <laughs> go back to canada no he 
He, uh, he's been a great cat. I loved him to death. Um, today we went and, uh, found a, a second cat at the, the shelter. Um, we adopted it. Um, part of the motivation was, you know, JT has been great, but you know, he's only three years old. He doesn't really play anymore. Um, he's very sedentary. He's very loving. He's very tender, but like, he's like to really play with toys. He's sort of given up on all the little things that we've gotten him. So we, we sort of suspect that he's lonely, you know, like I go to work during the day, m- most days. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was just something. So we were sort of planning on getting like a younger cat, like a two year old, one year old cat. Um, but we went to the shelter and there was this four year old girl, uh, and, uh, we, you know, sat and played for a while and very calm cat, very, um, well behaved. Uh, she played with her toys, um, generally like very positive. So, uh, you know, sort of ticked all the boxes and, you know, wasn't sort of what we were looking for, but, you know, what we were looking for was just my like naive intuition. So, um, I'm more than happy to adopt a cat that, you know, will be a a good companion for JT. And, um, is her name Melania Trump? (laughs) No, OTP. OTP. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was just topical. No, the the name, the the going name so far, we haven't like truly finalized the name, but the going name is Minerva McGonagall. Oh, Um, excellent. I love it. Harry Potter reference. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Um, this is just for fanfic, isn't it? This is just the fanfic you wrote between these two characters. <laughs> You're just doing it with cats now. Oh god, no, <laughs> um, no. But yeah, this this is where we are now. Um, so yeah, very I, good. I've got a second two cat. Cats and two- <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, we're glad to have you back on the show and glad to hear you adopt another cat. That's very uh, awesome of you. How about Brent? Are you playing video games? No cats. Got no cats. Don't don't intend to. Game wise, I got Labor Day off, so I'm intending to just sit down and just fucking knock out Bandana 2. Like all in one sitting because you've been saying it's this for been saying months. It for so much, and I yeah. I literally have not touched it every time I've said it. Like I keep saying it, and I'm just like, and it's on the top of my list. Like I gotta beat that because it's short, and then I can start playing Yakuza and Zelda and all the longer games. And it's yes. been months, so I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, I got an extra. Look day at off. us. Yeah. We're getting shit done for once. Like on the podcast, it's like I've, I was saying I'll be Twitch streaming for months and I never did. And now we actually are. You're going to play Bayonetta 2. Let's start checking shit off the list and stop lying to our listeners. <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep on lying. You don't get on me, listeners. <laughs> my name's not Brendan. It's a lie. Uh, yeah, I got an extra day. So, like, I got all my chores done. I got all the podcasts recorded. So, like, now I actually have a day I can just, like, fuck off and waste and not feel guilty about wasting it so i'm gonna try and watch like all of good good omens while playing all of bayonetta 2 within like that day um but besides that i uh what did i pick up uh, a little bit of monster hunter still monster hunter world because they're releasing more trailers for the dlc and they, well it's more of an expansion because there's so much so there's like more monsters being revealed and getting really hyped up but it's not until 2020 for me so i got time to wait and then I picked up this little game. It was real cheap on Steam. And it's just called Over Dungeon. And when I looked at it, it seemed like a small small indie team in like Japan that made, what was it called? A card-based rogue-like tower defense game. And I'm just, I'm in. Those are my things. I mean, card-based, eh. But like rogue-like tower defense, I'm fucking in. Yeah. So I bought that, started playing it. It's uh, rough. Around the edges, it is not fine-tuned. Uh, when you start up the game on the side, it has, like, little banner, like, notes of, like, hey, welcome to the game. Here's, like, a update we did, like, recently. And then right below it, uh, below it is, like, we're hiring a design director. And it's just, like, a job posting for their team. It's like, ooh, I don't know if that's a good idea to put it in your game. Like, that doesn't reassure me that you have your shit together if you're looking for you know, employees from your customers. Yeah, there's separate ways to do that. Yeah, so that had me a little like, hmm, that's concerning. 
Um, and when I played it, it's it's enjoyable, but it's it's definitely not fine tuned or polished. Uh, right. So it's basically uh, a mix of like Hearthstone, I guess. Basically, you pick a character, and they just have like an ability or two, like they're your caster, if you want to call them that. Um, they really don't do anything besides just their initial ability. Like you get ten percent uh, more health, or every third animal card you play, you get a bonus, or something like this. So you pick them, and then you just go through this little dungeon that's probably like I think a five by five grid, and you're in. You can only go to the row in front of you, and you can only go out of the three spaces in front of you. So like if you pick the center one, you just keep going down that path. If you pick the okay. left or right one. The, like, the options you have shift one to the left or the right, and then you have those things, and you can shift further to the right or left. So, like, you can kind of navigate a bit, but you have to, it's based on what you choose in the prior row. Right. And there's, you know, enemy encounters, there's, like, boss encounters, which are, like, harder enemies, there's a shop, there's a campfire, there's, like, an event thing. So they have little different moments, and you get cards, you upgrade cards, you sell some cards, you can buy some. There's a bunch of different stuff that goes on. It's all deck based, and it's it's kind of more of a mobile game because there's just so much bullshit on screen, and they probably yeah. tell you half of it. And it's like this combos with this, and this is this, and it's the enemy turn. It's like what? Whoa! What happened? Like I have a very basic understanding of like why I'm choosing this card over that card, or um, you get the cards in your hands and. When you go down to two cards, it ends your turn and you have to pull a new hand. So it's like, oh, I want to make sure I want to use this one first and then this one and then I'll get rid of the rest and stuff like that. So, like, you can kind of strategize with it, but there's so much layers to it and, like, so much stuff chains off the other. Um, so there's, like, a card where you play it and then it when you play it, it'll summon phantom chicks. And then every round you get more chicks and if you play those, you get more phantom chicks. I don't know the difference between a phantom chick and a regular chick. Like, so there's stuff going on that I just roll with. Like, <laughs> is this the right? Is this the right move? Uh, fuck if I know, but it seems to be working for me. Send the phantom chicks. Yeah, so you just keep throwing them. So it's basically like some buildings, like a mortar and crossbows, and then mostly animals. So it's like chicks, lions, uh, alpacas, elephants, and you just you, know, you buff them, you nerf the enemy, you target one this, you. Uh, an alpaca can taunt and that draws all the enemy fire to them but they're not super strong so they get killed quickly and it's just no, it's chaotic as fuck like it's just absolute chaos but it's kind of like a mindless phone game where I'm just like oh this is cool yeah yeah here you go here's the daily challenge here's this and you just kind of zone out and it just scratches that rogue like itch for me yeah so the artwork is sick. I feel like that alone makes me just want to play a few rounds. It's pretty neat, and it's like I said, it's it's not fine polish. It's kind of tough. But if you just if you look the video, you can maybe not even follow anything that's going on in there. But if you see that, you're like <laughs> that kind of seems interesting. That's probably enough to get you into it and just to play it a bit. I can't imagine I'm going to be playing this for more than like another week or so. Like I, right. I already feel like it's run its course. But I definitely feel like I've got my money's worth out of it. Like, this was enjoyable. Hmm. This is a fun little romp for, like, $10 or something. I'm I'm good. So Nice. But it was a neat little thing. Neat little mechanic. Because, yeah, it's not, not quite Hearthstone. But then it's kind of tower defense where you can only play enemies up to a certain length. Um, and then you just drop them and you kind of can navigate where they go. And, like, oh, you can build towers on this side. You can build, like, you know, things to dissuade them from this side. I fucking miss tower defense games. Like, Warcraft 3, back on the Battle.net, when people were making those custom games, and tower defenses, like, were born on that. God, those are so fucking fun. The uh, If you guys never played them, I recommend just watching a video of it. It's just, for anyone who doesn't know, back on, like, Warcraft 3, it would just be a map, and there was just, like, three spawn points of enemies, and they would just come down, and you and eight other players, so it was, like, nine players total, were defending one thing, like, one entry point. So you just kill enemies to get gold, and then with gold you would build towers. And they would just go through the wave of players to try and like survive and get to the goal. And you would just build these huge elaborate mazes that would just force the, the enemy troops to go through the whole maze and waste as much time while you're shooting at them. And it just, 
I don't know why. It was just such fun and, like, really satisfying. So, anything to get those tower defense days back, I'm up for it. Definitely. Um, well, is that it for our game discussion? Because I feel like this episode's going to be pretty heavy on the conversation games. We have Matt with us, so we should definitely take Hi. advantage of that. <laughs> um, Hello. The one thing I do want to do, though, is play a super quick game or no game before we go into Matt's territory, though. So let's do that right now. Let's play a game or no game. So we're playing game. We're going, blah, blah, blah. We, we're doing something. We're playing a game here. Uh, you guys know the rules. Uh, what do you think of a game called Cheap Motel Heaven? <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. Yeah. What the fuck is? He just brought a boombox with him. Oh. Sorry. Hold on. There's like a guy outside with like a boombox. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, this has to be in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've had our windows open because it's like very temperate here in Chicago right now. Temperate? And like there's just like a guy like going into the building next door with, with a boombox. <laughs> is it John Cusack? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's probably one of those like little Bluetooth boombox things that kids have nowadays. I, who just does that? No. <laughs> Where oh, headphones? You're 2019. Box. Jesus fuck. Boombox is like 20 a pair of AirPods or whatever. I'm just picturing an a super emo kid with a boombox playing Nikki FM by Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> <laughs> just blasting emo music. Wow, amazing. Boombox is like um, 25 pounds of very sharp metal. You have to sling over your shoulder just to carry. Like that's a boombox. Anything smaller is not a boombox. Yeah, exactly. Like the character in Jet Set Radio Future, his name's Combo. Look up that motherfucker. He's got this thing. It's like the size of his body, like arcing over him. There's, oh, what was the one game I got? Uh, it's like Wall Ball, where you just like ricochet. Oh, God, what's it called? I forget. But it's basically you a wall ball where you just bounce like a ball back and forth, and then whoever misses, it'll hit your body and just kill you instantly. Uh, there's a character in that called Doombox, and he's like the big villain at the end. He's just, he, when you do this crouch animation, he just turns into a boombox. <laughs> I love Amazing. it. Doombox? Doombox. He's fucking hard That's as hell. That's fantastic. Anyway. Nice. Game or no game? Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So wait, what was the one I asked you guys? Cheap uh, Motel Heaven? Yes, Cheap Motel Heaven. Cheap Motel Heaven. Hmm. I could see it because like there is a genre of like management games, so I could see I could see it as an option. But I feel like it's not a game. Yeah, there's, there's no chance that that's a game. I don't I don't think you want to sell the game as like, hey, you're going to play a shitty motel manager. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. uh, I don't think so. I'm looking at this for the angle of like, if it was going to be like you're running a cheap motel, they would have made a better name to sell the game as like a cheap motel management game. Yeah. And so you would have to be playing as like somebody like going to motels, but that seems like a really tough thing to have a plot about. Mm. I mean, there's a there's a really good game where you just sit on the border of a country and check people's papers. Yeah, but that's got some depth to it. Eh. <sighs> so I mean, I'm just I, I've seen enough games where like they made something interesting out of absolutely nothing. So like I could see it working. My my vote is for not a game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to also go to not a game. Yeah, it's not. That was a lot of thought <laughs> that went into it, though. <laughs> um, but okay, let's see. What do you guys think of a game called Catch the Head? Catch the Head. Uh, um, I'll say it's a game. I'm gonna say not a game because there's Headlander, which is basically what's that sound like. So there's already a title for that. Okay, it's a game, and it's on Steam right now. It came out, like, a few days ago. It's Hell's Favorite TV Show. Create a team of three sinners and face brutal challenges every Saturday night from live from Channel 7. And, yeah, are you ready to become famous? 
And oh. this game looks very bad, in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, uh, well, wait. Oh, it is it out yet? No. no. Yeah, you can download the demo, but it's not. Oh, we know it's so. out. You can add it to your cart. Oh, okay. But that's the thing. Like, I don't see any it reviews anywhere. Released two days like, ago. There's no reviews because it's a very bad. No game. one downloaded. <laughs> oh no, there's a few reviews. There's three positive reviews. Someone's okay. got 50 hours in this. It came out two days ago. Yeah, this game looks real what creepy. What the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just been sitting on the pause screen or something. I am No, I, watching the gameplay of this is really bugging me. I'm sorry, everybody. Don't look this one up. <laughs> uh, it's just on like to God. the next one. Do you guys think there's a game called Mustard Party 2? Well, that implies there's a Mustard Party 1. I mean, um, catch, the, catch the Head's a real game. At this point, I don't know anymore. Mustard party. You gonna say no? I'm gonna say yes. It's a no, but I want it to be. And the, <laughs> what it is from though is I was playing Life is Strange two, and oh, yeah, there's like why. an ad. It's from Hot Dog yeah. Man or something. They have like mustard party, and I'm like, oh my god! And there was an ad for Mustard Party two, and I'm like, that looks so goddamn fun, even though it doesn't familiar. exist. Um, but yeah, love Hot Dog Man. Gotta give him a shout out. Uh, got a couple more for you guys before we move on to the next thing. Uh, do you guys think there's a game called Major Dungeon? Yes. Yes. I feel like I've seen this recently. Fuck. I made that up and it's a no <laughs> oh, in my opinion. But the thing oh. is, there's a good chance there's a game out there called that. So fuck it. Um, do you guys, are you guys checking me? Uh, yeah, it's not on Steam. So. Uh, all right. That's a no game, officially. <laughs> Do you think there's a game called Steel Circus? Steel Circus. Yeah, there's gotta be, right? I mean... Not like cars or something. <laughs> it's a racing game? Um, Yeah. I'm gonna say yes, just because you've done two no's in a row. What the <laughs> fuck is this psychology bullshit? <laughs> Did it work? Am I right? Wait, well, did I get... What did Bassa say? I said yes. Both yes. It's a yes. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it came out early August of this year. Um, it is kind of what you guys are talking about. Like so the world's largest sporting event. Uh, players control one of several champions with unique abilities and competitive online matches. Throw, pass, tackle, and dodge to score goals in a game where skill, team play, and tactical decision making pave the road to victory. It just looks like complicated soccer slash like pinball shit. I don't complicated really know what. Soccer. It's yeah, like it's rocket. weird. Just what I look for in a game. <laughs> complicated soccer. Well, it's got mixed reviews, uh, so I don't know if people are very happy with it. It's like three out of five stars. Hmm. Huh. Weird. So yeah, Steel Circus. It's a game. Uh, last one here. Uh, do you guys think there is a game called Ultimate Fishing Simulator VR? Yes. <laughs> no 100% hesitation. yes. No hesitation there. Uh, I'll say new just to be different, and I feel like they would have a shorter title. It's a yes, and it just seems too simple and uh, too obvious. This has got to be one of these like weird German games that's like 100,000% over-engineered. <laughs> and like, visually, it's great until you see like a video of it, and then you're like, oh... <laughs> like everything is like animated really poorly. It's like they went and bought the most expensive meshes they could find online and like all the fish are incredibly detailed and they like got some biologists on the case to like, you know, do their research and like verify all their facts. And then like they hired like some fucking animator from Fiverr to like go in and make the fish move. <laughs> I was at Fiverr. It's the kind of it's the kind of game I I'm imagining where like you go out on the lake in a boat and you like press the throttle on the boat and you like head for the dock and you just like crank the throttle up to 100 and you like hit the dock and the boat goes flying out of the water and like lands in a tree and then like glitches out and you're like on top of a fucking mountain and <laughs> You know the games I'm talking about? Normally it's like some sort of like farm simulator or like a trucking simulator or whatever. And like it visually looks great, but then you actually play it and you're like, you know, nobody anticipated in, in the country of Germany, like driving off the side of a road down into a ravine and like gravity being a thing. You know what? <laughs> no one anticipated gravity. 
Noah would anticipate in a fishing simulator game, instead of you catching fish, you're like pulling out like giraffes and shit, and you're like, what the fuck? I think what? that'd be pretty cool. That that would be very interesting, but yeah, I mean, jeez. They made Robot Squad Simulator. <laughs> you know, Robot Squad Simulator. That old chestnut. There we go. Uh, that's how we play game or no game. <laughs> This All is right. what people continue to tune in for after. I think so. No, they episodes. come back for Basta, and he's not on all the time. So when you're on, uh, we'll take it. Disappointed. Uh, it's with it's me. always a surprise, so that people are on their toes. You never know yeah. what you'll get. That's what I said. You never know what to expect. It's the new catchphrase. It's, it's sticking now. <laughs> I think Wonderball will sue us. I think that was their catchphrase back in '98. Uh well. And don't sue us. We're not making money. <laughs> we don't have money. Listen to us. <laughs> don't don't sue us for the money that we don't have. Yeah, sue us for exactly. the principle. Uh, that all being said, I started making some bootleg stickers for my record label. Like, there's a Charlie Brown oh, yeah. one. There's You're a Mr. Robster's one. I know. I'm yeah. like, I'm worried about it. But it's just like, I'm giving those stickers away for free, so you can't be that mad. That doesn't mean um, they can't sue you. That's ooh, they can sue you real hard for those. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I didn't want to. I didn't want to burst your bubble when you posted those <laughs> on the channel earlier. But like, you're definitely going to get like a thousand cease and desist orders, especially well, with the two I'm, like Mr. Roger movies coming out soon. Editing this all out. No, <laughs> I'm really excited for the the PBS folks to use the same technology on Mr. Rogers that they did to bring all those actors back from the dead for Star Wars. Yeah. I didn't realize with the, what, Rogue One, the one actor in that was dead. I was like, oh, he looks pretty good. And I was like, oh, he died no. like 20 years ago. Like, that dude was super CGI in my opinion. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. Uh, maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention. It was just the lighting or something. Yeah, now that I know that, I might look back and be like, oh, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Um, What are we doing again? Oh, we're podcasting. Uh, mm -hmm. Bastard. <laughs> You have, oh boy, here we are. You, you never have, know what you're going to get with us. <laughs> Mediocrity. <laughs> you have some kind of conversation games you were thinking about. Let's play Tunnel of Love. Play uh, oh no. Uh, okay. Can we go back to ripping off the macaroys? That was fun. <laughs> you know, Tunnel of Love got super blue last time. I'm a little nervous. It did. Did it? it I did. Uh, this time we're gonna avoid feeling blue, and instead we're gonna we're gonna have some blue balls. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I have no idea. I've I saved these links so long ago that I hardly remember what's in them. Uh, this first Tunnel of Love uh, comes to us from relationship advice on Reddit. Considering leaving my boyfriend over his vape, me, 18-year-old female, and my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, have been together for a year. Cut it off. As of last month, though, he started vaping. It's been an issue. He knows I hate vape. My dad vapes, and it makes me cringe. The sound is comparable to nails on a chalkboard, and the smell makes me cough a lot. On top of that, he uses a gross grapefruit-flavored juice. <laughs> I told him I don't like when he vapes around me, and he'll always joke around by blowing a cloud of smoke in my face. I find it very rude. If I'm sleeping, sometimes he'll just blow a vape cloud into my face, because it's funny. <laughs> I find it really childish and disrespectful. Would this be a shitty reason to leave someone? To be noted, there are other reasons too, but this is a big one at the moment. <laughs> wait, wait. This is a, Honestly, that's all you need. This is a big one at the moment. Not emphasizing, this is the biggest one. If you have a bigger reason, I would like to hear it. That's yeah, don't worry. Because this is oh, enough man. by itself. This is enough of a reason. It sometimes why. hits me, but sometimes he blows vape in my Yeah, face. like, what's a yeah, bigger reason? Yeah, what a piece reason? of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, my take is that if somebody just, like, doesn't respect you as a person, maybe, like, you, sh you should just throw the whole man in the trash. Like, yeah, you need to respect yourself hey, uh, before they can respect you. Hey, I don't like it when you do this. They continue to do this. Done. You're out. That's it. Yeah, I... I mean, 
Here's here's another question though. If this wasn't a gross grapefruit flavored juice, <laughs> would this be more or less acceptable? Like those mint, like a nice mint breeze. Yeah. What if it Some was? Cotton. You know, she she didn't like vape being blown in her face, but like it was a lovely chamomile flavor, and it wasn't so bad. It's nice sandalwood. What if he's just vaping? He chooses weed? my favorite flavor of vape juice, uh, but it still annoys me when he blows it in my face. Does it make it better? I mean, it would make it better, but if you don't like it, then no. It's kind of like, I don't like it when someone hits me, but if someone hits me and they gave me a piece of candy, it would be better if they just than if they just hit me. I still wouldn't want them hitting me. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the other thing that stands out for me is that it's uh, an 18-year-old female and a 21-year-old male who have been together for a year, which is concerning. Sagittary rape. Yeah. Um so we're we're just going to we're just going to close the tab on this one and move on to the next one. Here we yeah, come. She's got to get out of that situation. <laughs> yeah, with the amount of vape he's putting out, he sounds like he'd slum around high schools looking for a new girlfriend. Yeah. This one comes to us from the relationship <laughs> subreddit. Boyfriend's disturbing lack of dental hygiene. Uh-oh. TLDR, my boyfriend's teeth are literally starting to rot out of his head and I don't want to be rude about it. Holy <laughs> shit. What What the fuck? You're rotting out of his head. Your mouth is fucking kicking, dog. But I don't want to be. I was, I was gonna skip the actual post on this one, but I'm gonna start reading, and I feel like y'all are gonna be drawn into this one, and we'll we'll make a decision as we go. Okay. So my boyfriend, 42 year old male, and I, 23 year old female, have been dating for almost three years now. Done. I'm out. And this hasn't been a problem up until recently. When we first met, I knew he didn't have the greatest teeth, but I figured, hey, what the hell? Personality is what counts, right? And some people really do get the shit. And some people really do just get the shit and of the stick. Oh, it should be end of the stick. As far as genetics is concerned. But I've slowly come to realize that this dental issue have nothing to do with genetics and everything to do with the fact that he's been neglecting his dental hygiene for literally probably decades. Oh, you mean longer now, than you've been alive and dated him? Yeah, <laughs> oh, get Lord. out of that. This is now the little cavities he had when we first met have morphed into giant black craters. There's crumbs <sighs> that have been stuck in his front teeth for months and have begun to solidify. And his breath sort of smells like rotting flesh. <laughs> Not to mention <laughs> his rotting molars are obviously causing him pain when he eats. I leaned in to kiss him before no. going to work today and gagged because it was so bad. Oh. No. I've tried being subtle, like buying us matching toothbrushes and buying two separate bottles of mouthwash, and it doesn't really seem to be sinking in. I honestly can't tell if he just isn't aware of the stench emanating from his mouth or just doesn't care. I have no idea how to deal with this. With other things, I have no problem being direct and upfront with him, but I don't want to completely annihilate his self-esteem either. Any advice? Just be straightforward and just be like, bitch, chug this Listerine. (laughs) Chug the Listerine. Drink this Listerine and get drunk like a college student like I am. I oh, I would <laughs> recommend she takes him outside for a nice walk, has a frank and open discussion with him, sits him down on the curb, and tells him to bite it. Tell him to bite that curb and kick him in the back of the head and just knock all those nasty-ass teeth out along with destroying his jaw so he can have it just completely rebuilt from the ground up. Because this man does not deserve to have teeth, and clearly does not care about them. You so know he what needs you're dentures. neglecting here. Those those teeth are like those teeth are like little ticking time bombs, right? Like they've got those little pustules of god knows what building up inside them with all sorts of pressure. She's gonna kick. She's gonna kick that, and and they're just gonna pop like a big old stink bomb. Dude, and she's this, not going to be able to get that stink off of her for a year. This is I such mean, a sensitive topic. Best, it's so fucked up. Best, Those teeth are a sensitive topic. They're that's literally what I'm trying sensitive. to say. No, you that's what eat. I mean. Like, I feel like it's people have like sensitive. fucked up dreams of like your teeth falling out. Like, I, 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 I'm affected by that myself. But also, uh, someone at my work just recently came into work, being like, my back molars were like dissolved into like uh, crumbled into like. Bits and pieces, Ooh. and they came, woke up with like literal pieces of their teeth falling out, and I'm like, and it wasn't a dream, and they had to go oh, see no. a dentist and everything, and I'm like, and when I heard that, it like just fucking hit me to it's, the core, where I'm like, imagine myself in that situation where you wake up and you're like, oh, it's just a dream. Wait, it's not, yeah. and it's just like I feel like that's gonna be this dude's <laughs> life because, and it's just terrifying. Oh man, I'm just uh, this is fucking with me. I mean, best if we were gonna go play my. 
play area of my fictional scenario of the girlfriend curb stomping her 40 whatever year old boyfriend um it's not so much like the pustules and the damage that would occur um if you curb stop someone you're probably gonna break up like chances are you're not yeah. gonna date them anymore so she wouldn't have to worry about the yeah. consequences except for you know jail and prison so yeah, yeah, I mean, the, there's probably little chance of coming back from that, but let me just be that's honest, if I've this continues for another five years, that's going to lead to some sort of infection that'll probably kill him. So really, one way or the other, they're not going to be together. I mean, would killing him be the worst thing? Because he sounds I mean, like a monster. Yeah, this is a disturbing, <laughs> disgusting individual. The problem, the biggest problem I have with a lot of these scenarios, especially on Reddit, is such a good amount of them are just purely fictional to see what people can get away with and just to see people's reactions. I know this because Mark does this all the time. I was just going to say, it's 90% Mark. It's Kathy Forever <laughs> on the mom forums again. The worst part of it, though, is with 7 billion people, almost like 8 billion people, I think, on the planet, you know this scenario is real. It might not be the person posting this, but you know yeah, someone on the planet has a similar situation. And that's and the you most know upsetting. they're all in Florida. It's they're somehow in all in Florida. It's a lot of Florida. <laughs> humidity fucks with people. People shouldn't sustain that level of humidity for extended periods. Like it messes. We may, with we may never know what it is about Florida. That's my maybe theory. the humidity. Maybe it's the rampant opioid abuse. Walt Disney Black um, Magic. Could be that, any number of things. You hear that Florida this season? We're picking on you. Yeah, get ready for that hurricane. <laughs> yeah, this this season it's open season <laughs> on Florida. <laughs> Florida. You know what? Florida's got it too good with that Category Five coming down on them. Let's dig into them a little more. <laughs> they need it. Bless their hearts. This next one comes to us from from relationship advice. My female 26 boyfriend, male 30, is a wealthy, well-educated, completely normal man. I don't believe you. But he believes, without any irony, that he met a vampire and he confessed this while he was high. Should I ask him about it sober? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, I get the deets. But let me read read you this post. Okay. We've been dating for eight months. He comes from a wealthy family. Private school, Ivy League, Ivy Law School. Works for a bank right now. He got very high a few nights ago and told me a very long story about how, when he was in boarding school in Switzerland, age 16 or 17, he met a man that was 400 years old. Mm-hmm. He wasn't telling a joke. He wasn't trying to be funny. He sounded scared telling me and said he has never told anyone before. I'm not even joking. Like he was almost in tears telling the story as if it was admitting to murder, murdering his mother on that level. The next day, he was completely normal. I don't even know if he remembers telling me. He's a completely normal guy, and honestly, he's never mentioned being into vampires. Nothing he doesn't even really watch. Oh, boy. Some of these sentences are real fucking <laughs> gnarly. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my best to, like, I trust get your judgment. Mark got drunk when he's he wrote this done, one. He's never mentioned being into <laughs> vampires. Nothing he doesn't even really watch movies. Should I bring this up with him sober? It's been a few days, and I feel awkward about it. Or should I just forget all about it? So, this is something... That your boyfriend, their boyfriend has never told anyone in his life. And he's 30 something. He did when he was like 16, 17. So about half of his life. And the first thing you do when he confesses this big life secret is go on Reddit Reddit. and tell everyone. So first off, you're a a point. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool at all. And second, I I just find I feel like this is now ammunition. If you guys ever get in an argument, like you could super fuck with this guy, just be like, oh, like hire a homeless guy to be like, I'm six hundred years old. I'm here to fucking bite you. <laughs> I mean, if if he's very wealthy and in a good job and stable in all other regards, and then he just got high and it's like, hey, this one time when I was a teenager, this weird thing happened to me, and that's the only thing abnormal about this guy. Fucking yeah, he met a vampire. Get over it. Like, yeah, some people see ghosts and shit. It's okay, but like the real question is, did he get bit? Yeah, I mean, would he? I feel like he would. Know. This could be a whole thing. You wouldn't be able to fly back over the ocean if he did. Yeah, he would have a tough time hiding that from her. Yeah. Do, do vampires have have problems with the ocean? Is that like a thing? The vampires can't cross moving bodies of water without their coffin. Oh, yeah, they're coughing because they get seasick. Jesus. Um, so the, the first comment that I see here is, 
I'm not saying he actually met a vampire, but a Swiss boarding school is statistically the most likely location to meet a vampire. Yeah, Frankenstein. Which Frankenstein takes place in Switzerland. Like, yeah, that'd be where it would happen. His story seems very credible. Like, there's, (laughs) you know, if you're like, hey, I was in Iowa and I met the Loch Ness monster. It's like, all right, something's a little fucky here. Yeah, like, yeah. the Loch Ness is not in Iowa. Yeah, but if you're like, I met a vampire, not Dracula, just a vampire in a Switzerland boarding school, like, yeah, maybe. I can't prove you didn't. <laughs> like, that's more credibility than it's like, if you're like, I was in Oregon and I saw Bigfoot in the woods, it's like, yes. Versus like, I was in China and I saw Bigfoot on the Great Wall. It's like, no. So like, yeah, maybe. Also, if this is the only problem with your boyfriend, maybe you're shallow and looking for a reason to break up with him. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if she's looking for a reason to break up with him. I think she's asking for relationship advice to know whether she should pry about this vampire incident or not. I mean, if he, you know, is this is this a sort of thing where it's like, all right, folks, we're going to Switzerland to hunt down a fucking vampire. <laughs> There's a vampire on the loose, and my husband is too much of a pussy to do anything about it. <laughs> She's Van Helsing's great great granddaughter. Whoa, that's sick! Yeah, she's got to whip out the stake and oh, like stab yeah. him in the heart. She's o- is is this going to turn into an entire Buffy situation? She's only dating him to get the information, and she finally got it. She's that is dark because then she time. breaks his heart. She's honey and then him. she yeah. stabs him right in the heart, <laughs> and then goes after this vampire to stab it in the heart. I mean, if he... I shouldn't have smoked weed and told you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is just a big anti-weed commercial. No. I just want to say, I just want to say, this this mentions nowhere that it was weed. So it is high. Oh, yeah. well, then he's maybe smoking opium. <laughs> you we know. never know. Opium. The world may never know. This last one comes to us from the subreddit, Bren's favorite subreddit. Am I the asshole? Oh, Jesus Christ, I hate it so much. Hate it so much. Am I the asshole for wanting to divorce from my husband who lost $200,000 on Bitcoin? No. My husband and I have been married for 10 years. For our entire relationship, I have brought the majority of the money into the home. I contribute 75% of that. I don't mind, really. It's not something that I think about, and I've always considered our money. Our country, Switzerland, is really expensive, and I grew up not in a large city and rather poor. When I had the chance to go to university, I studied hard, learned three languages, got two degrees, and was able to secure a good position in finance. Years later, I make a very good salary, and we don't have to worry about money. I decided that my husband would handle all of the money and finances for the home. I would check on the accounts every once in a while, but I haven't been checking regularly. A few weeks ago, I was thinking about buying a Model 3, since it has recently come to our country, and I fancied it for some time. I played with the numbers, and while figuring out if I can afford it or not, I realized that there was a weird mistake in our accounts. There was 300000 uh CHF, that's the money that they have in Switzerland, I forget what it's called. Chollers. Swiss francs. Uh, missing. When my husband got home, I showed him the accounts, and after some pushing, he admitted that he lost $200,000 in cryptocurrency in 2018. That is about 25% of our savings. Besides being shocked and 25%. angry, I can't help... <laughs> I can't help to feel that he stole from me. He put money into something stupid without talking to me, and then he tried to hide it. I was thinking about this for a week and talked to my friends and family about it. They think we should see a doctor and talk about it, try to work out the problem. But I honestly just want to get divorced. If he is capable of doing this, how can I ever trust him ever again? Am I the asshole for not wanting to talk about it or go to therapy? Did you happen to know your husband's also 400 years old? Ooh. Long game. He didn't lose it on Bitcoin. He spent it shipping his coffin overseas. Yeah, he's trying to uh, invest in blood banks. Blood he's points. trying to get back to the United States to kill this one asshole <laughs> who went to boarding school. I'm going to find that boy. I'm going to murder him. Is that a Swiss accent? <laughs> Have you ever been to <laughs> Is Switzerland? Is that what they sound like in Switzerland? Very authentic. Can you prove it's not? I can't. I don't think any of us can. Yeah, no, we have to get our buddies from uh, No Time for Time Travel. One of their hosts is uh, located over there, I'm pretty sure. Or no, Sweden. Fuck. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Racist. Um, this is why I hate the subreddit. This is why I hate everything about this subreddit. So the poster originally just spends a good 80% of the post bragging about how much money they make and how secure they are. $200,000 yeah. <laughs> is 25% of your savings? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That doesn't make me feel secure. <laughs> That's insane. 
And second off, if you are able to have that much money, if you were that secure with a job, if you're that if you're that financially secure, that means you have to have done something right. You have to have some degree of intelligence and competency to have a job where you can make that much. Or you're just a, a trust fund kid and your parents got one. Well, Either way. See, here's what I want to know. This person is like, I just want to, I just want to log into my bank accounts and check that I can afford a Model Three. Model Threes are what, like, sixty grand at most? Yeah. Like, if if two hundred thousand dollars is twenty five percent of your savings, like, in what universe is it like? No, I'm not I, sure if I, I don't. It. I have no idea whether I can afford this. Like, I'm gonna be eating ramen for the next year can. to get this Model Three. Right. So, if they have this much money, they have to be in some degree, some level of competency. They have to be some degree of literacy. And if they are of that level of intelligence, it should be a no-brainer of like, I make all the money, my husband just does the finances. He fucked us financially. Should I divorce him? Yes. Yes, you should. It's very clear. Yeah, the moral of the story is vampires shouldn't invest in Bitcoin. (laughs) Moral of the story is don't trust Reddit. It's all lies. This is not... I guarantee this isn't true. Don't trust... Reddit vampires with your big ones. Absolute bullshit. All right, thanks. Thanks, folks, for coming with us through this tunnel of love. Yeah, by the way, that did not give me blue balls, but it's okay. (laughs) No, I I was just trying to make a pun at the time, but, you know, here we are. Here Here we we are. are. Well, that was an episode. Uh, was starting an episode. off season two correctly. Um, glad to have you guys back on the podcast. Let's do some plugs and wrap this up. Or did you want to do anything else? Or is there anything news related that we should maybe touch on quick before um, we do plugs? Um, when sure. is this episode going out? This is going out, the not this Monday, ninth? the 9th. September 9th? Oh, yes. perfect. Then I can I can make a little announcement. By the time you're listening to this, uh, a very fucking big update to Pinecast has gone out, hopefully. We're um, shutting down. Assuming all has gone well. We're cleaning up shop. Um, yeah. No, no, not no? at all. No, yeah, not shit. Uh, <laughs> I sold all my stuff. Um, no, a, a, bi- a big update has gone out. Um, there's a new, uh, new episode page. There's a new edit episode page. Um, the site now supports season and episode numbers for uh, non-serial episode release format podcasts. Um, so a lot of new stuff to check out. Hopefully the page is a little bit faster and more user-friendly and more, uh, straightforward to work with. And, uh, a lot of the text has hopefully been updated and it looks so fucking squish and fancy and new. Um, the, uh, the changes are going to keep rolling in. Uh, this is sort of the first, uh, big piece to go out of a much larger update to sort of revamp a lot of the components on the front end of the site and so sort of exciting times uh if you are new to podcasting or looking to try things out feel free to use the code blue balls uh bland uh what what are vampires what bitcoin bitcoin uh uh, no vampire bitcoin all one word um for your first two months free that's a great deal uh, <laughs> that's the least compelling that thing you've ever seen. A, that's, that's a great a deal. That's a great there deal, Master. Uh, how about you, Brent? I guess we are kind of doing plugs now. Doing um, plugs. Um, yeah. I mean, if uh, I'll tie in the plug with a quick story, just because it is uh, topical-ish and just kind of fucking absurd. Um, For sure. So the Alec Hollowaka. Hollow-up? Oh gosh, this whole oh, thing. Yeah, that we can just we don't we don't have to get too involved, so we just dip our toe in for sure. And just let people know because it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So he's a creator of a lot of indie games. He's a big name in the indie game community, and he created like Aquaria uh, and a few other games. I'm, I'm blanking on Towerfall. The I believe Towerfall. He I was could... associated with. I think he did the music or like character designs or something for it. So he yeah. he's, he's got some leeway, and he's also co-creator of Night into the Night in the Woods which was like a pretty big game and had a decent following. Um, so he got uh, accused of abuse from a few of his exes, and, or one initial ex, and then others came out of the woodwork and agreed and uh, uh, agreed with their statements. And 
Uh, it was a lot of like it was physical stuff. It was like sexual stuff. It was like men, like just gaslighting, but like almost like like keeping her hostage in the apartment and stuff. Just like really bad accusations and stuff. And the worst part is like from a lot of people, it's kind of like yeah, it's not unheard of and like people in the industry knew he was like this and stuff like this so it wasn't too outlandish to believe yeah that's the worst part a yeah. lot of people corroborated the the allegations yeah um it, it's like if it was just one or two people or a bunch of randos on the internet that's that's one thing and like you know speculation is speculation but like when it's people that like knew him closely and like people that he worked with and like <sighs> it's it's these open believe the women believe the damn women it's these open like company yeah. secrets it was the same with john k like creator ren and stuff where people were like oh yeah that's his girlfriend who just happens to be 14 like no don't allow that shit and so the accusations came out i think like maybe last week or so as of this recording and uh as of last night he's dead it uh it looks like it was a suicide so it seems like after these accusations, he just had a breakdown and just took his own life. And it's just nuts. Like, the story unfolding is just insane. So, it's if you see Night into the Woods popping up again, like, the this company and the other creators and the uh, musicians and developers and all that stuff with Night into the Woods, like, or Night in the Woods cut ties with them. They're like, hey, we didn't know about this. We don't... Uh, endorse this like we're we're cutting all ties yeah. with him and it's that was his biggest game like that took years of his life and stuff and uh as soon as they cut ties with him it's like whoo so dude it's just crazy to me because like i don't know our show's known to interview plenty of indie game studios like i feel like that could have been someone re- that could have easily been on our really show on. i'm gonna be honest oh, jesus christ that just that literally proves my point yeah. so like it just goes to show like it's a small world. I, I know people, he has these bad accusations against him. So in all reality, he probably wasn't the best human being. Not, not all of us can be, but I just think this, the man is just passed away. So people be cool at least at the it's, very least. Cause I'm sure the internet's just going crazy in a bad way. And I don't think we need that negative energy. It's just like, it is what it is now. And we kind of have to move on. And it's something, yeah. it's more of like a cautionary tale to be like, uh, be careful with your accusations, especially with people that are mentally unstable. And also, it's you got if if you're even remotely on his level, you need to reach out and get help. Like it's just crazy that this is how it all panned yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he he definitely took the coward's way out. In a lot yeah, of ways. Like, you're it, absolutely. It, it's right. not the sort of allegations that people can follow up with the police on. You know, it's probably long past the statute of limitations yeah. in most cases. And, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, this shit happens far too often and happens yeah. all the time to people all around us. Yes. You know, like, the women in our lives constantly put up with this bullshit. And, like, no, there wasn't a trial. No, you know, these a- allegations weren't proven. There was no, like, video evidence. You know, people on the internet can go shut the fuck up. But the fact of the matter is, like, shit like this needs to be called yes. out. You know, the, the games industry, the tech industry, the, so many industries are male-dominated. And Animation. part of the reason why is because shit like this keeps happening. Yeah. It's not the, you know, man is the victim here. It is because women keep being sexually harassed and assaulted and God knows whatever else. And then in order to stay ahead in this game, like, this guy was notable to the point where our shitty little show had reached out to this asshole. Right? Yep. Like, how is a woman supposed to think to themselves, oh, yeah, I, I'm going to get ahead in this industry. And also, I'm going to call out this guy that has a huge amount of support and a huge following. Like, what these women have done by making these allegations is the right thing. And they should continue to do this. And they should continue to, you know, not live in the darkness and 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 be silent. And it it's absolutely something that we need to root out in the industry as a whole. Like, Certainly, if somebody is mentally ill, they need to get help. But also, we need to like stop encouraging it, creating more victims. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'm I'm very much in support of um, the the folks that have come forward, and you know, bless them all for the amount of vitriol and and hate that's been coming their way. Yeah. And, um. Just just the um, you know the internet's a fucking terrible place, especially with gamers like. As a community, we're just awful. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's pretty upsetting. <laughs> I say we, but like, you know. Um, and 
I I honestly like don't know what the fix is for this beyond you know like more people just being better. So you know, be better, be the the people you want to see in in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Listen to um, a few weeks ago, the internet needs to chill or whatever it was. Calm your fucking tits. <laughs> But yeah. that'll do it for that topic. Uh, uh, well, let's, or what do you have? Do the abnormal for me. I'll end it on a good note. Just thank a, goodness. Wow. Oh God, this is there. what a new season brings to us. Yeah. Yes, yes. Fresh start. We're different. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, so I saw a game just like floating around on Twitter called Best Friend Forever, and it's set to come out in like February. It's supposed to come out on Valentine's Day, 2020, and it's basically a dating sim. But it involves dogs. So I'm pretty sure it's like a dating sim with different people. And a core part of the game is like your dogs working together and like playing with your potential partner's dog and stuff. So it's just like it's a dating sim heavily involved with pets and dogs. And it just looks like a good old time. Wait, are you banging the dogs? No. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> that's that's the furry dating sim Jesus, I sent to pasta. I don't know. It's the internet. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you want that game, dog, I, I, I know of a game. <laughs> okay, we'll talk offline. <laughs> no, it My just God. seems like it's for like pet owners. Like it's imagine Dream Daddy, but instead of dads, the caveat is dogs. Like Dream Dog Daddy. Dream Dog Daddy. Yeah. There you go. Mm, you're the cat I'm daddy. You can't judge. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, you're completely biased. Yeah. <laughs> So that looks like a fun time. That looks something to warm your soul and just give hope to the game industry. So there it's a positive. Go. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Let's do some real plugs, though. I know Basta talked about Pinecast a little bit, but where can Vampire our Bitcoin. listeners find you on the internet or Twitter? Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Matt Basta, M-A-T-T-B-A-S-T-A. Um I don't know what I'm tweeting about anymore. Used it's to be cool. like a lot of tech stuff, but you know nobody fucking likes my tweets. So maybe I'll just start <laughs> posting like more. Change bad it up. It's a new season of Matt Basta on Twitter. Thirsty <laughs> selfies. Yeah, new season. Thirsty of, selfies. Uh, I'm gonna put out my first uh, shirtless calendar or something. Hell Jesus. yes. It's not yeah. that I don't Tune like your in. tweets, Basta. It's that I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> you gotta dumb it down <laughs> for the internet, man. You gotta dumb it down. Fair enough. Uh, how about you, uh, Bren? You have another podcast, you traitor. <laughs> well, Basta hated all my anime talk, so I went off and made one specifically about that. Uh, it's called Are Weeb There Yet? W-E-E-B. And it's uh, where me and a anime-obsessed friend try and force our non-anime-obsessed friend into anime and see if we can find a show that he'll get into. And as of this episode, so what, that's coming out the ninth, uh, our most recent episode was Panty and Stocking. And Holy Jesus Christ, uh, it broke me. That that show broke me and my co-host, and it was probably the most painful podcast I've ever recorded in my life. It was a rough fucking ride. Was it, like, meant for you to jerk off to? No, but it's like... I did anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can jerk off to a lot of things. Uh, no, it's like, wow. imagine, like, the crudeness of Ren and Stimpy... But went even further, but it but it had the art style of like the Powerpuff Girls. Wow! And it's just okay, like, this is <laughs> unredeemable, and it's most upsetting because of how popular it is. Like if this was just a shitty show, whatever. Yeah, but no, I, I feel like it, I've heard of this. Yeah, I see it all the time. Like if you've seen the characters, you've probably recognized them before. So like it's a very popular show, and people love it. And when I finally sat down and watched it, it broke me as a person and made me reevaluate some of my choices in life. So, like, oh, that's a rough episode. Yeah, no, that sounds like an excellent one. Yeah. And uh, I'm on Twitter at ABTSBrendan. I just finished up Doggist. Speaking of dogs, I drew a dog for every day in August. It was fun, and I'm really bad at MS Paint. Very cool. I highly recommend our listeners check that out. Um, also, if you're liking our new intro and outro music, I do want to give a real shout-out, because I totally forgot on last episode, but it's a band called Kinda Alright. They're on my record label, or going they're to be soon. Right. They're, they're Kinda Alright, but no, they're one of my <laughs> favorite bands ever. They have so much music out, and they have a new EP coming out very soon. It fucking slays. It's so fucking headbangy. It's amazing. I'm super stoked about their new music. Anyway, I just wanted to shout them out. Check out uh, Kind of Alright 
K-I-N-D-A, allright.bandcamp.com if you want to check out their music. Or just go to mistoutrecords.bandcamp.com if you can check out all the music I've been putting out. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary, and it was 44 releases, like 1,300 cassettes I've put out, uh, two vinyl records. So there's all sorts of shit that we've been doing in the past year and a lot on our plate for the rest of 2019. So if you have any interest in following my record label, it's Missed Out Records. And if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. Uh, ABT Silence is where we're findable on the internet. I'm Twitch streaming regularly uh, every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So come hang out, drop in chat, say hi, watch me suck at Zelda Breath of the Wild. (laughs) I am making progress, though, which is exciting because I always wanted to beat that game and it's taking me for fucking ever. But if you're hanging out in chat, you'll watch me force myself to make progress. (laughs) Um, But that's it for this episode. We will be back next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. See you. Bye.